We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. I hope that it can occur in a, a civil way, and I, 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 I mean civil in a special way, I, peaceful. The biggest question, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decade, will be what to do with all these useless people. I just see the need for such a dialogue, and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. We are 1,328 days into 14 days to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams. How you doing today, Bruce? You're already laughing at me. Why? I'm not laughing at you. I'm just, I'm chuckling that it's been that many days. It's been a while. It has, yeah. It's been, been a few minutes. Mm -hmm. I do have something from uh, dear old uh, Tony Fauci today, but how you doing? I'm healthy and alive, doing well. I've uh, been thoroughly enjoy, enjoying the cold weather. Um, it's done wonders for my sleeping. Uh, I mentioned off the air, I, I, I the other day I slept a solid 10 hours and I didn't know what to do with myself because it's been a while since I felt rested like that. So. Yeah, sleep is a rare commodity these days. I did say that in prep. So mm. yeah, it is. Uh, before we get started today, I'd like to let everybody know that we did take a big risk when we started all of this. We're not backed by fake corporate dollars that push fake agendas that make everyone hate each other. So if you're interested in supporting the work that we do, we do offer additional features with our now active subscription service. Benefits include access to our instant messaging service for direct communication to us, along with early access to upcoming and sometimes unpublished podcasts, as well as exclusive access to our behind the scenes uncensored prep sessions, where we talk about things that sometimes don't make it to the final product, which you're hearing now, which I guarantee some of that stuff will not make it, uh, which we just did. So if you want to take part in this fight with us, if you'd like to support a team that's willing to do the real research and not give you fake nonsense for talking points, if you want to say screw you to the mainstream media like CNN, Fox News, BBC, Sky News, and MSNBC, then the link is in the program description down below where you can come on board with us and you can take advantage of these benefits that we're offering to you. And by doing so, you will support our work and you will support our research that goes along with that work. And together we can take the fight to the doorsteps of these frauds that are on the television, in the newspapers, and the talking heads on the international stage. For less than the price of a cup of coffee per month, together we can take action. A subscription start at just $5 per month. Now, are you still unsure of what you're getting? We now offer a 30-day free trial, which includes unlimited access to all features and content. Again, the link is in the program description down below. Where would you like to start today? Well, uh, I think, honestly, the, the obvious place to start, and we'll see where it goes from there, is uh, the, the stuff that's been going on in, with, in Israel and, uh, you know, the military buildup and all that fun. Yes, that. Well, um, the Dwight D. Eisenhower, which is our second carrier in the uh, the Med, arrived in Sicily, Italy yesterday, and they are headed further east. Right now, we've got the largest military buildup, the largest, well, I shouldn't say the largest military. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but we've got the largest, definitely we've got the largest naval buildup of as many nations that are over there since World War II, since 1945. That could be a telltale sign. I still don't know if this is a um, dangling participle waving contest. I, I still don't know uh, because I did talk to somebody two days ago 
And they told me that they are very close to someone that is on one of our naval vessels <laughs> and uh, they're not out at the moment. They're still in. And if that vessel is out, then that means that we're headed somewhere. Boy. Now, yeah. Uh, well, now there's also another. That, well, of course, that could be for a number of reasons, right? If that if that is in port, if they're in port of call, then that means that they're having some maintenance work done. Maybe they can't be out. Okay, so I'm not dismissing that. You would at least recall the crew, I would think, and you would do would do what you could in order to get people out. Now that that could be beside the point. Did you know that our strato fortress is in the air? Um, no. And yes, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, well, yeah. sometimes, yeah, we, we normally don't put that in the air unless it is a training op or we're on an actual op somewhere and things are about to get real. And right now, as of, I think, I believe it was two days ago, right now it's over the Atlantic coast on the U.S. at the moment. So that's in the air. That would, that would make sense because, um, I, I know there's increased risk according to what uh the fbi and the the government and everybody's saying there's an increased risk of, of go away can't they just yeah, go away you yeah. people don't know anything get lost seriously just get lost you've yeah. been wrong for 30 years get lost they've been saying there's an increased risk both uh domestically and foreign of increased terrorist attack they're also talking about how iran is saber rattling with their nuclear stuff and it, it, yeah so it, it's I, I guess it makes sense but um yeah well, Bruce, we did play in prep, and we can't play it on the on the the final product because it was all in Arabic, except for the last few words there, where he spoke perfect English, almost with no accent. One of the Hamas uh, leaders, as a matter of fact, Bruce, I have a still shot of him uh, here. You know, you, you can see him very clearly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's yeah. about that, isn't it? You know, it's, it's, it, it it's is. about what it, it is. is. I was watching press TV today. It's a, a it's Iranian state television. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, it's not available on YouTube. You have to go over to Rumble if you want to see it. But the the anti American propaganda is legion on that. It is it is quite something. Uh, oh, you basically, mean it's just our politicians here in the United States, more or less. Yeah. Well, no, no. They're, they're not on there. But like, it mm. is. It is. Uh, it's it's in English, and it it is like the U.S. is responsible for absolutely everything. Like, yeah. if there is a rock that's out of place somewhere in the middle of the Sahara Desert, it's the U.S.'s fault somehow, uh, according to that that news network. But I was watching them today, uh, just opposition research. Obviously, you want to see what they're saying because people do watch that. You know, you have to see what's what's being said. And they had one of the Hamas leaders on there, and he's giving this this grandiose speech about how. Uh, we're all united worldwide. You can see all of the the solidarity protests. That was another buzzword. The solidarity protests and and standing together as as one group across the world. You know, in support of whatever, in support of our sacred cause, and and blah blah blah. We're fighting for liberation and the you know the the oppressed peoples and the struggle. And it was all Marxist propaganda. The whole thing. And and this guy is sitting there. He's reading from a script the whole time. He's reading from a script. You can tell he's reading from a script. This is what is being steamed up uh, around the world. There was similar rhetoric coming out uh, from the U.S. itself. Uh, these protests that are going on, uh, quote unquote protests, some of them are more violent than protests and are getting on the, the, the realm of uh, riots. But there's people in there that are basically saying that anything that Hamas does 
is um, justified. The Hamas are not terrorists. They are um, freedom fighters or liberators. Yes, um, liberators, yeah. Mm, now, yeah. I, I did hear somebody on uh, on press TV. It was an American guy. It, that, that was the creepy part about it. It was an American guy who was talking against America. You got to love those people. Uh, he said, no, no, th no, Hamas, they're not terrorists. What they are, they're fighting terrorists. The rest of the world is just catching up, you see. Mm, yeah. That's basically what these, uh, well, I, I would say kids, but they're adults. Uh, that's what these adults were saying uh, in these uh, protests. And the, the, the thing is, this is really dangerous rhetoric to have at home domestically. Like, we've always had kind of the, the crazy left loons that have been saying, but to actually have violence, like these, these uh, protests were going on, quote unquote protests again. And they were trapping um, students uh, from universities that were Jewish, and they were trapping them inside, uh, like the library and whatnot, and and trying to basically get in. They barricaded uh, the the kids basically barricaded themselves in the libraries, and the protesters were beating on the doors and whatnot to try to get in too. We've seen instances of of people being assaulted and beaten. So yeah, this is it should be a wake up call. To the American people, but um, because the left is supporting this and are all for it, uh, the, the anti-Semitism is on the rise. People should be waking up to this that are on the left going, wait a minute, this isn't what we signed up for. But it doesn't seem to be going that way yet. There is a one outlet, I think, that that's on the path to do that. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, but they, yeah, okay. So uh, it's this is a Muslim Democrat group uh, that has supported the Biden administration in the past, and they say that they demand, while well, they're demanding that uh, Biden call for Israel Hamas ceasefire, or they will pull their support completely. Hmm. So I, I'm I'm torn. So again, anytime a Muslim group or or country or whatever has a ceasefire or a treaty, it's always used to amass an army, build mm -hmm. up, get yeah. hardware before they do an assault. So yeah. them calling for that is honestly, I'm, I'm skeptical. Well, yesterday, this is out of the Gateway Pundit, Yemen's Houthi rebel official, you know, that, that lovely group of, of strapping young lads there, backed by Iran, uh, they have officially declared war on Israel, and they launched a large-scale ballistic missile and drone strike into Tel Aviv yesterday. I did see some of the footage, supposedly. It was unconfirmed, but they have this group that's, uh, they're, they're taking credit for it. So, I mean, it, it could have come from anywhere, but they're taking credit for it. Uh, the rockets did hit their target supposedly um, yeah supposedly okay. yeah supposedly okay. I, I don't know but if they got cruise missiles you know i was sitting down with marty yesterday if they got cruise missiles then we know where they came from you know yeah. they they're not they're not from yemen uh mm -hmm. and they're not fabricated from that particular group they got them somewhere or drainage else. pipes as the <laughs> propaganda <laughs> that's what yeah yeah you did see that where they dug the pipes up and they were yeah, yeah, yeah sure uh -huh. yeah 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 like those things are gonna fly uh those, those cardboard tubes oh they i, I guarantee they it was just they fly right into hospitals in well, Gaza. Not even hospitals. They fly into the parking lot of hospitals. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. It was the parking lot. An alarming development, uh, the Iranian vassal state of Yemen, uh, which is run by uh, the Houthi rebel proxy group, officially declared war on Israel. They say that they currently control the country's capital, uh, Sana'a, and all the former northern Yemen and all of 
all of the former northern Yemen territory except for the uh, Marib government. So yeah, Brigadier General, I wonder who gave him that title, whatever his name is, uh, said the spokesman for the Yemeni armed forces and also the spokesman for the Iranian-backed Houthi rebels in Yemen announced that they have launched a massive military strike against the Israeli targets in the occupied territories. In response to the missile strikes, the IDF uh, have been on high alert. They reported the successful interception of surface-to-surface missiles in the vicinity of the Red Sea. So, yeah. Uh, but there's there's no talk of any kind of de-escalation. You're not hearing that out of the Israelis either. I, I've been listening to uh, Netanyahu and the defense minister and some of these other people, and they are they are continuing on. Well, we even played a clip last week of when you were on of Netanyahu saying, look, there's going to be a full investigation and full accountability, myself included, after the war, but we're going to have the war. There's no mm-hmm. two ways about it. I'm I'm kind of... Uh, this is another one that I'm torn on because, in my opinion, Israel should have never have given the Gaza Strip over uh, to Hamas. They should have never have done that. Um, like I said, it was uh, initially it was uh, supposedly a plan. Uh, then that prime minister uh, uh, just mysteriously went into coma. Uh, so it's possible that that was a uh, bigger plan on their part. However, I don't I don't think they should have ever done that. Now. Where it's at currently, we've allowed it to go on this long. Honestly, it shouldn't have gone this far. It shouldn't have gone this long getting to this point. This is, it's ridiculous that it's gotten to this point. But we're here now. They've got massive tunnel networks uh, from the Gaza to Israel uh, under the border there. Um, I've I've seen some of the, the, what the tunnels look like. And it's like, uh, on the end, it, it is stupid narrow like in many of those places you have to walk sideways to fit through there um but they've like cemented it in like they've got the the you know barricade walls and everything up in there holding it up and all like they have these are relatively nice tunnels if you you know for tunnels whatever well we'll put it this way the tunnels looked better than american highways let's put it that way that 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 i believe um, that I believe. Yes. Yeah. Um, With American taxpayer money that was given to build yeah. them, I might add. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically, those tunnels were probably built on American taxpayer dollars as well. That's what I mean. Because of yeah. the. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm two ways about this. I'm all for Israel going in and defending themselves and getting rid of uh, a threat on their border. At the same time, the we've talked about it. It's a bit suspect and how this was triggered. Um, how all this started yeah, we're so uh, this quick time to forget. around. Yeah, we're so quick yeah, to we're, forget. I, I, yeah. made this, I made this uh, point to somebody yesterday. I said that, uh, you know, people, they, they see this stuff on the surface, right? Because they, they, were, they were asking me point blank. They said, do you believe there's going to be any de-escalation? And I said, absolutely not. They're going to turn the heat up as, as much as they can with this one. I said, the reason is, is because of perception. They need to alter people's perception. And in order to do that, people need to see the visuals. They don't actually see. When I say see, they don't actually see it through. They don't look at the larger picture, the average public I'm speaking of. They see everything on the surface. For example, Bruce, if I hold this up, what is this? You see this. What is this? A piece of paper is what it looks like. This is a piece of paper. Exactly. That's all this is. This is what the public on average, I'm just using this as an example. This is what they see. Whenever you have this, this imagery and this propaganda that's put up on the television around the world to alter your perception, that is this piece of paper. That's what this represents. Nobody stops to think about the trees that were cut down and the process to make this piece of paper. Who was hosted cordially, I might add, in the Kremlin last week that our media didn't even bother to touch. 
Hamas. Don't you think that's kind of important, given the circumstances of what's going on? Why would you, would you not point that out? Yeah, why would you not? If you're if you're the the loser lamestream media, why would you not point that out? Yeah, yeah, that 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 that's a good point. Whatever the case is, whether this was instigated by Israel or Russia or whoever's starting all of this, putting this in perspective to what's happened to us, go back 20 years when 9-11 happened, we were all on board with going to war after we were attacked on the home front. This is worse, what happened in Israel. It's worse. So from that perspective, if, if I was an Israeli and my home country was attacked like this, yeah, it's it, it, it it's time to lock and load. I mean that that's that's my perspective. So if if this happened to us, so I I don't I, I'm 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 torn on this on this whole war thing with with Israel. At least from Israel's perspective, they have every right. They have every right yeah. to defend themselves. They have every right. I I'm not I'm not disputing that. However, there's a big however here. I still want to go back to the inception of what caused this. I still yeah. want to know what happened that brought this situation to fruition. I want to know that. Yeah. The people have a right to know that. If you're going to cause a, a larger conflict out of this, then people have to know what caused it. Yeah, I, and I agree. That 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 is where I agree. Like, we need to know not just was it Israel that triggered this? You know, was this... Uh, similar to the 9 uh, uh, situation, we knew these people were here. We knew a lot of information about what happened that the public wasn't made privy, privy to until later. Uh, so the government knew a lot of stuff. Same situation in Israel. Did you guys know, which they did, they did actually know that there was a possible attack. There's um, the, the US, the, the UK and Israel, all three knew that there was a possible attack, but they still stood down. Um, again, I, I, this, I'm pretty sure this happens every year. They do the stand down because this has happened. This happened in the six day war. They were on stand down. Uh, so this isn't like a new concept for Israel. Um, they've been doing this since they were a nation. So I, I'm, I tend to believe that this is just normal behavior. Uh, but at the same time, man, the timing and all of this and everything, it just it's it's suspect. awful convenient. Yeah, it's awful convenient. Yeah. So you you notice something. Let's let's tie in the uh, uh, the Russia and the China thing here. Uh, let's let's get into some of that. So let's let's segue because I've got something on the U.S. side that we're really going to dig into. As soon as I saw this, Melissa sent this to me yesterday, and I'm I'm really I had about five minutes worth of soak time on this one, as I like to call it. Um, yeah, <laughs> investigative term soak time to to just sit there and digest it. Uh, and I'm I'm really really angry uh, about this. You said you you had pointed out some things that uh, China's been doing some uh, some remapping, haven't they? They've they've been doing some renaming of um, some places in the world. Yeah. So China on their uh, Baidu and Alibaba maps, so the maps that are available to them in China uh, to the public, they've been delisting um, or. Um, you know, remove the names of the borders are still there, but they removed Israel and uh, Palestine. They both, you know, the Palestinian territory and Israel. So the Gaza Strip, that's all been uh, removed. The, like the label and everything is gone. Um, now you might think, okay, maybe it's just because they're a small country, right? And they just view that as insignificant. Yeah. Uh, places like uh, Luxembourg are, um, they're, they're listed there. Um, so it's not a small country situation. It's Israel and uh, Palestine. So they've they've completely removed that. Um, no comment as to why. Um, I'm actually surprised that the Wall Street Journal 
of all places, was the one uh, asking questions. Maybe they didn't get their check this month. Maybe. Maybe. The reason I say maybe they didn't get their check this month is, well, China's hurting for cash <laughs> just a little bit. They have a problem. Uh, you see, Ned brought this up a, a while back. Uh, there's one of their property developers. You know, Bruce, they build these massive cities where nobody lives. You know those, those places? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Country Garden. Yeah, they defaulted a few days ago. They declared Chapter 15, uh, I want to say it was, what, two months ago? Something like that. I think it's been a couple of months ago now. But yeah. they hit default uh, three days ago. Again, didn't make our media at all. Not even the big financial networks. You know, CNBC, Kramer, where are you, buddy? Yeah. Come on. I made a mistake. He's still <laughs> reeling over that one. <laughs> you made a, I, 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 I trusted that management team. Did you trust the management team at Country Garden, Jim? Did you? <laughs> so, you know, they're, they're hurting for cash. But more than that, let's just jump over to Russia, right? Let's jump across the border there because, well, you know, let's just, uh, let's jump over to Russia. What happened with Russia? Because we did say, we've been saying, my goodness, they have got to get out of Ukraine. You know, Russians, they've got to get out of Ukraine. Don't know how they're going to do it. But right now, because of what's happened with Israel and Palestine, for all intents and purposes, as far as the public is concerned, Russia is no longer in Ukraine, are they? No. Per headlines, you can't find anything yeah. about it. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing at all. You can't find anything on Ukraine whatsoever. Well, except the Democrats are are um, in an up. Uh, they're they're having a tizzy right now because the latest bill to send money over to finance war uh, excluded Ukraine and was just for Israel. Oh, I see. Uh, oh, and it also pulled back the, uh, well, you know, the funding for the eighty-seven thousand or whatever it was IRS agents. Uh huh. Um, that bill actually removed the funding to the IRS and sent that to Israel. Okay. Oddly, so, I'm okay with that. I, I'm actually, I'm, I, I'm on board with that. I, I really am. Yeah. Yeah. I would I'm, rather, I'm I would rather send the money to Israel for their defense as opposed to hiring. Uh, a bunch of thugs that don't know anything. I sent you a video yeah. of one of their prospects. I think the other day. <laughs> yeah, at the, at the gun yeah. range. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, uh, that's um, that was actually that could have been really bad. Actually, that in that really case, bad, yeah. that was there yeah, was an actually an instructor that inadvertently fired their weapon, uh, trying to uh, train other people. It wasn't just any weapon. It was a hand cannon, is what it was. It was a forty-four it, it was a hand cannon. It, it was a forty-four magnum. Yes. Yeah, that that was. Uh, I'm I'm just glad he was uh, using proper gun safety and was not flagging any individual uh, at that moment or himself. Uh, that could have been really bad. That could have been really bad. And that's exactly the kind of person they would hire too. You know it. You know just as well as I do. That's oh, the yeah. kind of person they would hire. Like I said, I'm I'm fine with them sending money to Israel as opposed to hiring those those people that we do not need. We do not Agreed. need them at all. As a matter of fact, I like I said, if I were in charge, oh, I'd be the most hated man. You thought Donald Trump was hated? I'd be the most hated guy. I would have everybody in that building fired. And when I say fired, I mean, you're not even coming back to pack up your desk. Oh, and if you think you're coming back on Monday, you're not going to have a place to come back to because I'll have the building demolished. Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm, I'm, I'm on board. That's, that's how, yeah, that's how much I, I hold the IRS in, in regard is, is that right there. So I, I don't really pay a whole lot of attention to, you know, those people. You but, mean like the, um, what was the, they just melted down a statue. Is that what you're going to oh, do yes, to the building? The just Robert, like they yeah, melted the down Robert the Robert, e. Robert no, e. they statue. No, they took too, no, they, that, that right there was a process. They took too no, long. Yeah, they took too long in that case. Yeah. You know, if we're judging it by speed and time, you know, speed is judged by time. If we're actually judging it by that, no, I would have that place leveled. As in padlocked, building's gone. End of. That's it. 
All right. So China is hurting for cash. Russia, we need to get back to the Russia point. Russia decided that they were going to try an assault on one of the northern Ukrainian cities. I, I'm going to botch the name of it. It was uh, Aniopol or something like that. I, it was it started with an A and ended with a Paul. I, I don't know, but it's it's one of those those crazy ones. But they tried to assault this northern city and they failed badly. I mean, very badly. They lost around, it, I'm, as I'm told, per people that have contacts on the ground, they lost around 100 vehicles and their casualty rate at the moment is on or around 500,000. That's dead and or injured because they don't have a working medical corps. They don't have the, the logistics to be able to get people treated. And so th there's no way for them to remain functional on the battlefield. And so they've got these heavy losses. We're not told about this. You know, these are very important things that are happening that are not talked about, that need to be talked about, that need to be brought to the forefront. And they're not being said. China, with their economic problem, China has to move. We've been saying this for months now. They have to go. Their economy is not going to hold. If their second largest property developer, the Evergrande being the first one, Country Garden, if that has defaulted, then that means they're in serious trouble. There is a DOD report that's out today, uh, and it says that uh, China's self-assessment of its war readiness reflects genuine anxieties about its military preparedness for actual combat. Do you really believe that? Do we believe that? Because I, I truly, I honestly believe that just per our own assessment from what we've been looking at and some of the the analysts we've actually, like the real analysts, the ones that have been trying to warn about this, I don't believe that they're ready. You even said, and I even said well over a year ago, you looked at me and you said, they're weak. China and Russia, they're weak. You know, when we, yeah. when we discovered that the carrier that they built, the Fujian, when we discovered that that was fake... And they were promoting it as this real thing. When we found that that was it was back in the um, uh, in the shipyard, and it was all broken down, and you know the the deck had been, which by the way the deck's been resurfaced. Yeah, it, I think because of that. But when we saw all that, you were like, no, this is all fake. Everything's fake. Mm -hmm. They're they're weak. And Russia's the same. Russia actually wasn't ready, I don't believe, to move on Ukraine. But I think China pushed them into it. I, I truly believe that. I think China had to go. As in, like, they, they had to start prepping and they pushed Russia into it. And I don't think Russia was ready. Yeah, I, I definitely think that's true. Russia definitely isn't ready. I mean, you you look at how Ukraine's been going. <laughs> Would you say 500,000 losses, roughly, is not, what the not, estimates are? Yeah, not dead. That's dead and or injured uh, in right. some way that are non-functional. Okay, so, so that's 500,000 out of action. Yeah, casualties yeah. that are that are out of action that, that can't get any kind of medical treatment within the, the you know, the process of it. There's no way. Yeah. So, yeah, no, Russia is definitely not ready. And uh, that said, you look at China and we were talking about uh, the drilling operations that Russia is running into, uh, the, the, the problems they're having and how China has uh, uh, tried to fill that void and their hardware that they're providing is subpar, suboptimal. Same thing with aviation I, parts. That's exactly. I, I, I think that's the we should look at that and look at how that's going with China. And how they're trying to supply Russia, who's a legitimate ally in this case, right? We They're legitimately yep. working together. Yep. So you would think China would be trying to supply them with top-notch stuff or the best that they could muster. Right um, now, right now, just for, for sake of you know conversation, make sure we get this point in there. Right now, it's estimated that around 80% of the consumer goods in Russia since the start of all the Ukraine conflict, so you know, a couple of years into it, 80% of the consumer goods right now in Russia, and that includes cars and appliances and everything else, are Chinese. Even those are substandard. Yeah. So 
with all of that in mind, I don't think China is anywhere near capable or ready for war. They may have hardware that will, you know, they, they can do some damage with, but I just don't, I don't think their tanks and their aircraft. Now you could make an argument. You can make an argument saying that all the good stuff, all the good uh, metals and all of that is being used to make hardware for war. Okay, that, that is plausible. Here's the problem with that analogy or that, that assumption. If that's the case, then China's been doing this for like 50 years. They've, they've been building up for like 50 years because the stuff that they export has never been high quality stuff. It has never been. So either they've been storing up the, the the good stuff this entire time, or they're actually really shoddy or, uh, at, at, at manufacturing steel. I tend to believe they're really bad at making steel uh, and other metals. I, I just, I don't think they're good at that. So nah, uh, I, I don't think they're ready for war. I, I really don't. But again, they have nukes. It doesn't matter whether they're good at war or not. If they feel like they're going to lose, they have nukes. Uh, that that's my and main biologics. concern is and biologics yeah that's my main concern is they they might start just lobbing nukes knowing they're going to lose anyway and that would be bad for all of us mm -hmm. yeah china has removed their defense minister li sheng fall he's gone uh he disappeared a couple of months ago and we've been kind of speculating as to where he's gone that was the one that uh, was being he was sent around to meet with like Putin and, you know, all that stuff. He has been removed. Also, uh, another big move in China, the uh, the ex-premier Li Keqiang has been removed as well, permanently removed. He has died under mysterious circumstances. He had an unfortunate heart attack at the age of 68. Uh, also, had a, had a heart attack falling out of a window. Yeah, it's something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's crazy. You, know, you fall out of those two story windows in, in China and you just, you know, you have a heart attack. You, you get depressed, you know, you fall out of those two story windows yeah. and you, you know, you die. Also, China's top infectious disease expert has died at the age of 60. COVID, right? It could have been. I'm, I'm not sure. But this could mean a couple of things. This could mean, I, I mentioned this uh, with Marty yesterday, this could mean that uh, there is a, a purge going on. You know, Xi is in the process of, of purging people, kind of like what Stalin did in 39, the blood purges of 39. He got rid of 30,000 of everyone, lieutenant and above, because they could have been possible opposition to what he was going to do. Possible opposition. Not saying that they ever were going to be, but it was possible. Now, if the same rings true with the top brass and the top party cadre here, because these are top party guys, if they're getting knocked out of the box, then that means that G could be putting in and the party could be putting in yes people, meaning you're not going to say no to whatever we're going to do here, or this is going to be your fate kind of thing. Could be. That very well could be. If that is the case and that's what they're doing, that costs Russia millions in World War II doing those blood purges. So... Same thing here. Um, this could be really bad for you at the same time. So indeed. Uh, and then, of yeah. course, this week, who do you have here meeting with uh, Xi Jinping? <laughs> well, you've got yep. California Governor Gavin Newsom over there in uh, in China, and of course his yeah. Lieutenant Governor. Yeah, isn't that isn't that just isn't that picturesque? That's the same place I think where Bill Bill Gates. I think that's the same place where he met with his dear friend there, Xi Jinping. That it, it looks like it's the same place that. Every president since the 60s has met um, because yeah. that carpet is from the 60s. Ancient. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. And the you can just tell everything there is old. Well, I didn't mean that as a joke. And then I realized that all the people in that picture as well are fairly old. Uh, anyway, um, why? Why do we have a governor? Why do we have a governor 
talking to a enemy country's president, dictator, ruler, literally a communist dictatorship. He's literally disappearing people in his cabinet and he's going there playing footsies with the guy, uh, making nice, smiling for the cameras. Why? I, I, I get that Gavin Newsom's running for president. They're, they're kind of you know, pushing him in the in the limelight to be like, hey, this is going to be the new guy that we're going to run instead of Biden. And they're kind of trying to make him look presidential. But China, really? Yeah. Well, that kind of shows where uh, California stands, doesn't it? At least from the state from the state perspective. Where do you think the state pensions in the state of California are invested? They're not in California, I can assure you. They're not even stateside. I'll tell you where they're invested. They're invested in China. China has more or less... Just for the sake of argument here, they have more or less taken California as a colony. I'll go there with it. That's my own personal opinion. But uh, if you if you just look at what's going on out there, if you look at what's going on in the streets, if you look at the crime, if you look at the influx of Chinese nationals into California, if you look at the infiltration of the state government, how could you come to any other conclusion? I'm sorry. It's just it just seems rather obvious to me. Yeah. And then you look at the universities. Um that's there. Um, you look at the, the, God, the we've seen Gavin Newsom um, writing articles for like the uh, World Economic Forum. So mm -hmm. there's many different uh, perspective avenues, whatever you want to say, that have shown or evidence that has shown that he's um, not a good guy. Um, no. I'm, I'm, there was actually some footage and this might be where this might actually be where uh, some of this is tied and why they're getting him to do stuff. There was some footage with him that was uh, a little inappropriate with some kids there in China. Um, Newsom? Yeah, Newsom. Mm, I haven't heard about this. It was something about he was playing baseball or basketball or something with, I think it was actually basketball, now that I think about it, because they're, they're more into basketball in that direction. Yeah. Uh, but one of the kids had fallen or tripped or something and he was helping him up and smacked his butt, you know, I mean, in, in sports, you know, okay. That have, you see it amongst peers. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say teammates, you know, teammates, yes. teammates. Yeah, I, I get it, but, yeah, um, but not, not, not a older dude and an 11 year old. Um, no, in a foreign country. And, no, in a foreign country. Yeah. And I think he even, I, I think he even like had, I, I forget how it was like, even picked him up or something as well or something. I, I don't remember exactly the, the wordage that was used there. Anyway, I'm wondering if they have something on him as well. Uh, some kind of um, blackmail-esque uh, because you look at Biden and all the blackmail he has on. Yeah, maybe that's why he's doing as the left says, because mm -hmm. it will destroy him otherwise. You go along with this, you get access to all of the good stuff and you get promoted and you get all the way up there to the top of that political ladder. And yeah, you see what happens to you if you if you mess around. They will get rid of you politically. They'll get rid of you as quickly as they made you. All right. So on the war front. OK, so you've got this conflict that's been stirred up in the Middle East. We already know what's steaming that up behind the scenes. We already know where that's coming from. You've got Russia and China. Russia is still in Ukraine. They're still losing in Ukraine. I'm talking about the mainstream here in the West. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about the economic woes that are taking place in Russia. We're not talking about the economic problems in China. Now, if these countries are losing, as Bruce pointed out, if they're losing, then that's going to put them onto a war footing directly, right? Forget this proxy crap that they're stirring up in the Middle East. Miles Guo, you can say what you want about that guy, but two years ago, 
That guy was saying that China wanted to start a conflict in the Middle East to drag the U.S. into it, to tie us up there, to choke off the Europeans. Before we even knew that, that's what we were theorizing anyway, because it just makes sense strategically. That's how you need to think about this is strategically. Nobody in our policymaking institutions, none of these morons that are in the administration in the U.S. are thinking strategically. No one is. Now here's the problem. As I said, I I got this handed to me a couple of days ago from Melissa. She sent it over to me and it kind of confirmed our suspicions. And I got an even further confirmation of that suspicion this morning. And I'll explain that. Someone in the United States at the county level, so local level, right, for those that are unfamiliar outside of the United States. So the county is is an area that covers many towns and many villages and, and whatever inside of a state. They are being told and they are prepping for a resurgence of a draft in the United States. That's at the local level. They are to coordinate. That's their specific position. They are the selective service representative. You know that thing you sign up for when you're 18 years old? They'll put you in jail if you don't. That one. Yeah. In case there's another draft. Oh, believe me. You know, when I first saw that, I was told I had to, to sign up for it. And I said, for what? You know, this is before those buildings got knocked down. I said, for what? They said, oh, no, you have to or you go to jail. I said, excuse me. I didn't like the idea of it in the first place. But nonetheless, Second World War. OK, I got it. I understand. I do. But they're being told to prep for this. They're being told that they're going to be at the forefront when this starts. Not if it starts, when it starts. This article that was sent over to me, Air Force raises their maximum enlistment age to the age of 42. Excuse me? They say that this is to address a, a recruiting challenge. Give me a break. A recruiting challenge. If you've got somebody that's over the age of 35 and they want to go in, they can go in. They don't have a problem with it. If they're able to go in, the services, no matter which one it is, they most likely will take them. A recruiting challenge? Really? Now, I can understand that you've got a recruiting challenge because of all this bullshit that you people have been pushing. This woke and uh, LGB whatever, you know, the, the alphabet soup that you're pushing. Drag queens in the in the Navy. This garbage. I can understand you're hurting for recruits. Nobody wants to go into that. On top of that, you've got to get jabbed for COVID if you're going to be a DOD employee. Screw you. Ten ways to Sunday. Screw you. Hell no. You lose your security clearance. You, you lose... Your enlistment, you can be discharged if you don't get a medical procedure done that's against your will. If you do it under duress, you think people want to go into that? I don't have to get into the COVID statistic. Those should be clear by now. But this, 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 this really, really, since we figured out what the hell's going on here, this has really pissed me off beyond recognition, which I, I can't say that I didn't kind of halfway see it coming because this is what you you people do whenever you screw up this badly all throughout history. Now, you might have been able to pull this nonsense on on past generations. Okay, I'm not going to criticize the generations that we come from. Those were brave young men and women. It wasn't their fault. They did what they believed was the right thing to do. And I believe that they believed that it was the right thing to do. So I'm not criticizing that. I need to be very clear on that because that's the generation that I come from. And I have a lot of respect for them, even if a lot of them are not here any longer. But now you asshats at the policymaking level have been caught with your pants down. You have wrecked our entire civilization because of your naivete and your stupidity. And now you're going to jumpstart some big world war to try and hide your guilt. And you're going to send sons and daughters to go out and fight for your mistakes. That will be a very cold day in hell. You're going to recruit me after I know what you bastards have done. You got a lot of nerve. I will fight you to the end on this one. To the end. This has nothing to do with, oh, well, 
you know, you're going to fight for America. No, 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 no. We're past all that. We're, we're way, way past all that. You jackasses have believed what you have wanted to believe for 30 plus years. You sold us out for peace and plenty. And now you're going to start a war. Because I said there's no one talking de-escalation here. No, 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 no. They're all steaming this up. And they're going to recruit you, whether you want to go or not, to go and fight for their mistake. No. How about this? How about this? All right, I'll throw this one out there. How about all you people that have been in the policymaking arena, right? Everybody. I'm talking these useless think tanks, these useless universities, these bullshit corporations, these finance heads that have gone over there and funded these killers. You don't believe me? Go listen to Yuri Bezmenov. How about all of you hop on board those ships and those planes, and you go over there and you fight for your mistake, not ours, yours. That's your mistake. I don't think you'll find a single one of those people on any plane, in any training camp, any boot camp, any, any combat uniform. I don't think you'll find any of them there because they're cowards. They're weak people. They have no honor. They have no loyalties. They have no sense of pride or humility. Nothing. They're hollow vassals of just nothing. They're just hollowed out husks of what we used to call our countrymen. You think that I'm going to fight for that? You think I'm going to fight on their behalf to save their sorry asses so they can start over and do all this shit again? No. No. In fact, what should be done here is very clear. You people should be removed immediately. And I'm not just talking about government people. I'm talking about all of you people in these institutions, all of these universities, those universities, those places should be closed, closed tomorrow. And they should have all of these places turned into public libraries so that anybody who wants to go in there and learn, and I mean actually learn, not be indoctrinated into the Marxist-Leninist school of thought. I mean learn to better humanity, should have the opportunity to go in there and better themselves and to better society and the world. Those places should be closed. All these people should be fired. These think tanks should be shut down. The same fate should befall all of those people. The finance heads? I'll tell you what should be done with you. Let me be very, very clear on this one. You should have your licenses to practice commerce stripped. You should never be allowed to do business again in any way, shape, or form. Not in this country, not in any European country, not in any part of the world, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, you can go over to your, your compatriots there in China. I'm sure they'll treat you nice. I doubt very seriously when all this comes to a head, they're going to be rolling the red carpet out for you again. As a matter of fact, they won't speak to you. And whatever agreements you previously had will be null and void and terminated, and you will have a target on your head. Because that's how these killers do business. All of you idiot savants in these corporations, I would have all of you removed. I'd have you all fired. And you would not be allowed to go anywhere near any kind of commerce in any of our countries ever again. You're aiding our adversaries. You're aiding the people that want to see to our destruction. And that goes all the way up to the top. Oh, yeah. Rockefellers, Rothschilds, all the rest of you. Every last damn one of you. That banking elite, you better believe it. Because that's how stupid these people are. You people shouldn't be allowed to do this. We got fooled a hundred years ago. We got fooled in the Second World War, and we're getting fooled again. And all this is coming to an end. All of it. This new age, new economic policy. If you don't know what the new economic policy is, I encourage people to please go and look it up. Go read about it. That's what this is. This is ending. So back to the original point here. You're going to have a draft. You're going to call me up, somebody that knows what you've done, 
somebody that's understood and, and taken time to sit down and study and figure out what's actually going on here. You're going to call me up. You're going to call somebody else that knows what I know. You're going to call us up to go and fight and, and die for you, for what you've done. No, uh-uh, absolutely not. Now, I'll do you one better. You're going to start the Third World War. Quite frankly, we're already in it. I have absolutely positively zero interest, negative interest if you want to go that far with it, zero interest in anything involving this. I will not in any way, shape or form be a part of this unless it comes to saving my own life and the people in my community's lives. That's as far as I'm willing to go for it because those people don't deserve to suffer for your mistakes. So I will go that far with it. I'll let people make their own minds up on what I'm about to say. But when the Fourth World War starts, you can't keep me away from it. I'm in agreement when it comes to all of this, um, uh, trying to change the draft or draft people for this uh, uh, war that they're trying to formulate and uh, start. It, it very well could. Well, I've heard some analysts say that uh, there there won't be a war because... Biden, the, the left is too willing to support Hamas. They're all jumping on board with Hamas. And, and, and so it's possible that Biden's going to step back and kind of backpedal a bit and, and you know, uh, cease fires and all this kind of stuff. And he'll probably start backpedaling uh, support for Israel uh, simply because that's where most of the, the loony left are. Now, that said, they're also looking for, they need war. They being the elite, being the Klaus Schwab's, the, the communists of the world, uh, the Marxists, they all need that war because war is where they can make the radical changes. So no, I'm, I'm not interested in fighting their war for them. In, in previous days, uh, hell, even after 9-11, I was pretty gung-ho about like, yeah, I want to join the military. I want to do that. Hell, yeah, I'll fight for that. The, how dare you come in, uh, a terrorist nation come in and uh, attack uh, us on the home front, you know? And I was pretty much set, as most Americans uh, my age especially uh, were. Uh, many of my friends went to the military, and I ended up uh, spending a little bit more time and um, delayed one year. And then we seen the Bush uh, or Bush, the Obama. Uh, what was it? Obama and Mitt Romney the first time? First go around, I think it was. No, uh, whoever it was, uh, it was the first Obama time. McCain the first time. McCain, around. that's what it was. Ugh, McCain. Ugh. Anyway, yeah, right. uh, I, I seen Obama talk for the first time. One of the debates, it was at some church, I think it was or something. And I seen him debate and I was like, or talk or something. And I was like, this dude is a liar. Anyway, I ended up not joining the military and not doing it because of him, uh, because I was concerned that we would start getting into wars that I can no longer morally support. Yeah, that, that actually proved to be true because I'm, I'm glad now in hindsight I didn't because one, my career would be over had I survived this long because of COVID. Uh, but two, every war we've been in it, that in my lifetime has been wrong. We, we should not have been in it. The motive was incorrect. If we were there in Iraq and Afghanistan to get oil and cobalt and lithium and, you know, those things, if we were there doing those things and like legitimately stripping the resources, that would be a better reason to be there than what we're currently there now for. Uh, so anyway, all that to say, we've been burned so many times with these wars and everything. I'm not there. What am I fighting for? If, if I'm being, if I, if the draft happens, what am I fighting for? 
what, 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 what's the reason? They need some kind of catalyst to get people like us to be willing to accept it. So they need some kind of terrorist attack here or something like that in, in America. Oh, wait a minute. What, what, what's that? We've got a porous southern border. Some of the people that we're catching, this is something that, to point out, by the way, the people they're catching on the southern border are people that are relatively good citizens, if you will. They're not criminals, okay? That's most of the people they're catching because they turn themselves in. Because they know if they turn themselves in, they're not going to be deported because of the new Biden policy, this this whole policy. The people that they're not catching, uh, the, the gotaways, they're the ones that we should be concerned about. Because those ones are the ones that we would turn back because they're known terrorists or uh, smugglers, uh, you know, what have you, human traffickers, that kind of thing. So yeah, I, I, I think there's going to be some kind of espionage or something here on the home front. There's going to be some kind of big attack here or a bunch of little ones that's going to get everybody riled up and like, okay, we need to go to war. And it'll be, it'll be from a named group. That's very important. They'll yes. name the group. Yes. I, I, I think that'll be important. And it honestly, it could be someone like China for that matter, or Russia, they no. could even say, yeah, we did no. it. And no. so they kick it off. No, I, I don't, don't believe so. I, I no. I think you're right, but that'll come later. It has to be done with a proxy group first because okay. we already know who's behind yeah, the yeah. proxy groups. We already know who's yeah, behind yeah. the proxy groups, but it has to be, it has to be first. They can't be seen. If they're going for the surprise method, then they can't be seen as the ones that are pulling off any kind of a terrorist attack. They need us occupied with whatever that is. And they need public perception occupied with that. So they can continue to do whatever they need to do to plan. I yeah, the the reason I suggested that that be the case that they would do something like that this early in the game is they don't have time. I mean, they're 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 strapped for time right now. They don't have the luxury of of doing those kinds of uh, long term strategies that they have and, and they've been planning for. I don't think they're going to last much longer. I mean, really. If the collapse that's happening there in like China, as an example, if that is an, an example of how their economy is doing, they could collapse within the next five years or less. I mean, it's going quick. Yeah. And I I'd honestly, I don't, I don't think, uh, where are we? Uh, I just decided I was going to pull this. Uh, the Russian central bank raised their interest rates today from 13 to 15. So no, no, you're uh, just to, to kind of, you know, nail your point down that right there. And, and we're not told this. That's no. you know how important that is. Yeah, that, and that we're not hurts. talking about that. That hurts bad. Yeah, they they cannot afford that right now. Mm -mm. So yeah, I, I, I that's exactly why I, I I think they're going. Things are going to uh, start ramping up pretty quickly because they have to move unless they collapse, unless they be the ones that are targeted by their own people. Which is probably why we're seeing the purge there in China. That's probably why we're seeing those people get removed because they're showing signs that they could be a problem. All right, my friend. Well, it's been a great conversation. We can kick out of here a few minutes early. We uh, we are going to go, uh, but it's been a great conversation. I will see you next week. So uh, I'd like to thank you for being here today. Thank you to all of the listeners. God bless everyone and have a great evening.